You're listening to Simple Talk, a podcast that dives into God's Word. I'm your host, Jason Cox. Join me and my special guests as we apply biblical knowledge to everyday life. Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us for Simple Talk today. My name is Jason Cox and I am joined today by the wise and intelligent Brittany C. I don't know about all that, but hello. <laughs> we all hope that you're having a great day today. Um, our sermon today came from the scripture of uh, Jonah, chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. And, you know, I, I was saying during service, Brittany, that it's, isn't it funny that Reverend Klein came in today and preached a sermon on Jonah the week that the lobster guy gets swallowed up by a whale, yeah, you know? that's crazy. Because for so long people thought, oh, you know, this is just... Just a story. Hyperbole you know, or whatever. This, mm-hmm. It's not not real. Well, guess what? You can, in fact, be swallowed up by a whale. That's right. I want to open you guys up on Facebook so that we can see your comments, questions, all that good stuff, because we like to hear from you. Yes. So, Brittany... We had a guest speaker in today, Reverend Klein. He did awesome. Uh, he did do awesome. Mm-hmm. He's really good. If you guys didn't get a chance, oh, live service interrupted. If you guys didn't get a chance to see this the service today, make sure and go back and watch it. It really was a uh, a good sermon that calls us to action. Yes. You know. Yes. It, arise. Arise. Right. And right. Go. Go. Do what God tells you to do, yes. or you get swallowed up by a big fish. That's right. Don't who try wants to run that? from God. Right. So what struck you from the sermon today? What stood out to you today, Brittany? Let's see. That we are called to share the good news of Christ, but how often do we run from that calling? Run away from the call, right? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about, like, what what are some of the goals? What are some of the goals? Seagulls specifically is what we're to Now, what are some of the calls that God gives us that we can either ignore? Like, have you ever had that where you might be driving, right? And you see somebody broke down on the side of the road, and you're like, ah, you know, I should probably stop and see if they need need to use my cell phone or need a hand or whatever. You, <laughs> you know, you just right keep past. on going, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that something as simple as that can be a call from God, right. you know. Seeing somebody on the street, are there any that you can think of that, like, just For me, it's mainly when God puts it on my heart to reach out to someone. I oh, really God. struggle with reaching out. And um, oh, yeah. just my anxiety. It's the way that, I'm, mm-hmm. what if they're busy? What if they don't want to hear from me? What mm-hmm. if they feel obligated to reply and they didn't really want, you know. Yeah. Or if they read my motive wrong. And so there... It does happen where God's like, you should reach out to so-and-so. Nope. And I'll think through it, and I'll, I'll even type out the whole message in a text, you know, yep. and, and then I'll delete it. And Isn't that kind of funny, though, how that goes along with what Reverend Klein was saying? It's being uncomfortable yes. is when God moves. And, you know, that anxiety and stuff, it does make us uncomfortable. Yeah, God like, cares uh, more about our character than he cares about our comfort. Yeah, And so we do. We, we, we strive for comfort, but God calls us out of comfort. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever Brittany is on the show, you guys should have your notepad ready to write this stuff down because she comes up with all these little sayings, right, about comfort. Well, most and, of it I've heard in my Bible study, and yeah. it sticks. It sticks. Thank it's, you, BSF. Yes, good little nuggets of truth that replay mm-hmm. in my mind over and over because I need it. And, and yep. so I hope that whatever I share yep. helps you as well. Yeah, I, I definitely think that it does because, I mean, we hear from people, you know, all the time who, who listen to Simple Talk and listen to the show and stuff that... That tell us 
or that tell me, not us, but tell me, you know, that they heard you say something and it oh, just nice. really. You know, well, so it's all good. God, all glory to God, because I am so uncomfortable on this show. Let me tell you what, talking about being outside of your comfort zone. Can't tell it. <laughs> well, that's, that's totally God. And no. I, I just pray to be filled with the Holy Spirit as I yeah. speak, because I don't know what I'm saying. So hopefully <laughs> that whatever come comes out is. <laughs> <laughs> but it works. Somehow, it somehow, somehow works. works because God is awesome and yeah. he, his power is made perfect in our weakness. Yeah. And that is just something that replays over and over in my mind. I want to see you start speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that would be a sight. Yes, it would. We'll save that for another day. Yeah. Next time on week. Simple Talk. Yeah. Special 4th of July edition Brittany Speaks in Tongues. Now, uh, something else that he brought up that I thought was cool. He said that sometimes God convicts us while we're convicting other people. Yes. You know, what would happen if I was standing outside the front doors of the church smoking? You think yeah. people would be talking on Sunday about what the pastor said or the fact that Jason was outside smoking outside the front right, door of the church? Right, We pay attention to the wrong things a lot of times. It's like pointing out the, what is it, the speck in someone else's eye when we've got a plank in our own. Right, yeah. Yep. But we all have a tendency to do this. So if you're convicted, know that I was convicted as well. Because yes. there's times when when i got to stand back and be like, are you being pharisaical in what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, are you one of those purple-robed demons, you know, um, that's wagging my finger at somebody else when I really ought to be... Exactly. And know. just think how it feels on the other end of a wagging finger. Like, oh, you, yeah. That's not... Yeah, that doesn't feel like good. Get out of here. Right. Like, we're called to love. We are called to love yeah. even if. Yeah. yeah. Even if you're standing outside the church smoking. You bet. We're called to love even then. Mm-hmm. And so a study that I'm doing with a good friend of mine, it talked about how John referred to himself as the one whom Jesus loved. Yeah. And if you look at that translated, it's the one who Jesus kept on Kept loving. on loving, right. And so... Even when this, mm-hmm. even if that Jesus kept on loving. And mm-hmm. we are called to be more and more like Christ. And part of that is to keep on loving people. Mm-hmm. That was a hard lesson I had to learn with my family. When I was oh, an adult, yeah. when my parents got divorced and it mm-hmm. was messy and I harbored this bitterness and resentment. Mm-hmm. And I just as I've matured in my faith and God has opened mm-hmm. my eyes and convicted me of things where I've been wrong, my own sin, I was able to, right? God what? convicts us while we're convicting <laughs> others. So I learned to let all that go, and that's yeah. totally in God's power. Yeah. Um, but to or, keep or, on loving them even if this, even if they mess up, even if we, we, we're called to keep on loving. Because yeah. we all do. We all mess up. We do. Right? We do. We gotta keep encouraging one another and lifting each other up and loving each each other even through that stuff. Yes, yes, and like you said, the pastor today, ministry is messy. It is messy, and we don't always mm-hmm. like messy. No, it's like, well, I could do that, but this might happen, or but people might talk, or mm-hmm. but that situation might be dangerous, and. Mm-hmm. But ministry is messy. We're called to get uncomfortable, called to step outside of the walls of this church. That's right. Get dirty. Dirty, dirty. Get messy. (laughs) And just to go and be loved in those places that need it, those dark places. It's easy to love the people in the church. Mm -hmm. We're pretty likable. I guess not everyone would agree, but I think it is. And but to go out to places that need Jesus. Like Nineveh, they were wicked. They didn't, I mean, truly they were heathens. They didn't know and worship the true God. And there are places like that all over right now. 
Imagine going into Palestine and preaching Jesus Christ to, you know, jihadists or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you talk about danger. That's basically what what Jonah was asked to do. Yes. Go to this place where they're sacrificing, you know, children to ISIS and just, things like that. And and he went, but he didn't go because he wanted to. He went because God told him to go. And God pursued him. Right. Sometimes he was running. we don't want to. We yeah. don't want to go. That's right. Especially, you know, when I when I got into ministry, I was thinking, oh, I'll be in a little country church, you know, middle <laughs> It'll of be nowhere. Cute and sweet. Yeah, and there's going to be tractors and stuff around and soybeans. <laughs> it's going to be great. And then God calls you into an inner city church, and it's like, whoa. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We and know. I just don't even know what that would be like. So much of my mm-hmm. life is comfortable. Well, let me tell you, being the only white kid in a, in a black community, black school, I went to Indianapolis Public School, IPS, <clears throat> very few white kids there. But what I gained from that was, and my time at Speedway Baptist Church was this culture, right? You got Congolese, you got Nigerian, you got Thai, you know, Karen Thai, you've got all these cultures, this mix, right? And I'm going to tell you what happens when you get out of that and you finally get that little country church with the tractors driving around and soybeans, you miss that culture. And you realize how much this this community needs that culture. It's, it's not a white thing and a black thing and a Hispanic thing. When we come together and our cultures intermingle, oh my gosh, it's like pouring salt and pepper on your food. It makes everything so much better when we come together, you yeah, know? Yeah. That's why I, I just, I don't believe that there's this in the church, okay? I don't believe that there's all these people who don't want all these different uh, cultures and races together. Absolutely not. When you combine those, it makes it so, so much better. So. Yeah, yeah. It's a good thing. But ministry's messy and we gotta keep making mistakes. Yeah. You know, we as we as we try to to do ministry and reach people with the gospel. It's okay to make mistakes, but we gotta try. We gotta get out there and Yeah. If you're not making any mistakes, then you're not doing anything. Right. I mean, and yeah. I, one of my biggest fears is failure mm-hmm. on a small scale or a big scale. Yeah. And it's like I could do that, but mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna fail, so I'm just not even gonna try. Mm-hmm. But I fail to take into consideration God's power in that. And if it's meant to be, he will make a way (laughs) when it feels impossible. What are you laughing at? I remember the first time I tried to evangelize, and I was like, oh, man, I felt. So I met this this Hispanic guy on the job, right? He was an alcoholic. And I was like, man, I just feel like God's calling me to evangelize with this gentleman. And I was like, but I don't know how to speak. I can't, I don't know how to speak to this guy. I'm not an evangelist. You know, I'm not Billy Graham. I'm chasing Who am I? Yeah. So I I had this extra Bible in my work truck, and I was like, I'm going to go in here, and I'm going to, man, I'm going to preach the gospel to this man. So I went in there, and I was like, do you have a Bible? (laughs) And I handed him the Bible, and that was my first evangelism experience. Like, I froze up. I was like, like, I don't even know what to say, you know. Uh, I messed it up. But from that mess up, I grew, and the next time, it was easier to speak. And even though I said the wrong things, the next time, it was easier to speak and then say the right things, and it's like you just you mess up. And how will we ever get to that point where it's successful mm-hmm. if we never right. 
try. We gotta get out of our comfort zone. We gotta try new things. That's right. Like Brittany said, when you get uncomfortable, that's when you really start growing. That's you start to lean on God, and that's yeah. what He wants us to do. What, what good is faith if we don't use it? Right. If we're not leaning on Him? Yeah. If we're just relying on ourselves and our mm-hmm. own power, where's yeah. God in that? Right. Where's the faith in that? Yeah. Yep. And you know, even with this talk show, right? We're always like, "Oh, you gotta, we gotta watch what we say, mm-hmm. and we gotta watch our words." If I can, I say the word "black," or do I have to say "African American"? You know what I mean? You watch every word, but I'm gonna speak to you just like I'd speak to you on the street because you are my friend. Yeah, you are my family, and I'm gonna speak openly to you. I want you to speak openly to me. Mm-hmm. But we've got this mindset that whoever's on the other end of this this camera or this microphone is going to attack us for whatever yes. we say. And that's so. That's social media. That's this mindset that we've been trained to have, right? This mm-hmm. fear of of being ruffling feathers, right, upsetting right. people, being too white, mm-hmm. or what have you. You know, just like we've heard about in social media. Yeah. And and I don't. I'm not. Not only do I not want to. I'm not going to live like that. Yeah. I'm because it's sp- not about that. It's no. about Jesus. Right. I'm going to speak my mind. I'm going to speak the gospel. I'm going to talk about the message, and. I don't care if you're black. I don't care if you're Hispanic. I don't care if you're from... I don't care where you're from. Come and be with us in our congregation. The more culture, the more color that we can get in in every congregation across America, the better off we are. Mm -hmm. Don't hide that you're white. Don't hide that you're black. Don't hide that you're Hispanic. Don't hide that you're Thai. Embrace it. As a congregation, embrace it and enjoy it. You know, one of the best times I ever had was a pitch-in with Congolese, Nigerian, Thai. Oh, man, that was so good. We had this huge potluck, right? And everybody brought foods that were native to to where they were born, where they were from. And, oh, man, just the fellowship that we had and sharing stories of our homeland, all that, it was great. So don't don't run away from that. Be you. Be yeah. who you are and yeah. share that with other people. Yeah, and Reverend Klein said, you know, we're called to love everyone because God loves everyone. Yeah. Every person you see, God mm-hmm. loves that person. Yeah. And so that's and what don't we're automatic to do. like don't automatically think that somebody isn't going to love you because of who you are. Right. And I'm speaking to everybody out there. White, black, brown, pink, I, I don't care. I'm I'm speaking to everyone out there. Be you because mm-hmm. God loves you for who you are and you're valuable and he's got a plan for you and you should share that with those around you because you you are created uniquely. Yes. There's only one of you. You know, Brittany's got gifts. Let me tell you, Brittany has <laughs> gifts that I do not have, right? I've got gifts that she doesn't have. Derek has gifts that I don't have. Yep. But but it it doesn't work right if we're not all sharing together. Right. We make up the body. Reverend Klein today said that 25% of people don't go to church. 25% of people will never. will never go to church. Those people don't know Jesus. So if not you, then who? Yes. And if not now. Then when? Then when? Yeah. Yeah. Matthew 28, Great Commission, Go. Make disciples of all nations, teaching them, baptizing them. And if you think that you're not good enough to be used by God, I tell you what, I thought the same thing. But Mm -hmm. God uses ordinary people Mm -hmm. to accomplish his extraordinary plan. He will use you. He has a plan for you. Yes, he does. He made you. I mean, 
he took the time. He thought, you know what? The world needs this person. World Every needs single a one of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, because I thought, I'm just going to hide. I don't have anything right. to offer. Mm-hmm. But no, God took my passions and put yep. them into a ministry for me, mm-hmm. a way to reach Couple people. Of them. Yeah. I mean, I love fitness. I have a fitness ministry. Whoever would have thought that that was a thing? Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love kids, and God has gifted me with teaching. And so I was able to make Sunday school videos mm-hmm. that I put out each week. And it's just. And now Simple Talk. And now Simple Talk. Things that are just beyond what you would ever think. God has a plan. I'll make you a promise. If you think that God can't use you, come to Mooresville First United Methodist Church. Talk to me, Jason Cox. He'll make it happen. (laughs) I promise you that God gave you a gift for you to share with others around you. Absolutely. Promise you. Promise you that. Mm-hmm. Got anything else today, Brittany? I don't think so. I just liked what he said when he said, Revival starts with us. Reverend Klein was on fire. I'm he telling was. you guys, if you he have was. not seen this message, go back and watch it. I ran out of room on my paper. He's he's really good. And he, he preaches like, I don't care if you're Methodist, Baptist, I don't care if you're non-Christian, Jesus is for you. Yes. You know, yes. really good pastor. So anyway, you guys have a wonderful week. Make sure and like, comment, share, share with your friends if you feel like it's been a blessing to you. And if you're on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube page, Mooresville First United Methodist Church. And uh, have a great week. We'll be praying for all of you. And hopefully, hopefully, you come back next Sunday and talk with us again. That's right. Have a great week. Bye, guys. Bye.